0: Hello and welcome to MedBits. I'm Matthew Sajjan. And I'm Javeen Patel. We are two undergraduate students with a passion for medicine. This podcast will focus on increasing our understanding of medicine together in a concise format. We'll be exploring a variety of topics, such as the latest news in medicine, medical conditions, interesting research papers, and the culture of the healthcare world. Check in with us every week to stay up to date and learn a little more in just a few minutes. hello everyone and welcome back to Medbits. two weeks ago we concluded our series on rare and interesting medical conditions and now we're going to shift our focus to talk about various other aspects of healthcare this week we'll take a look at an aspect of medicine that crosses over to law and this is medical malpractice many of you are probably familiar with medical malpractice law But if you aren't, medical malpractice occurs when a medical professional is negligent and this compromises the care of an individual. It is a legal action and in the United States, medical malpractice lawsuits are fairly common. Normally, these cases do not go to a jury trial and most of them are resolved by the parties involved before they get to that point. So in this episode, we will take a close look at medical malpractice law, including what is required to consider something as medical malpractice. So to begin, as I mentioned earlier, in a medical malpractice lawsuit, a patient needs to prove that they received a substandard level of care from a medical provider, and that the provider was negligent in providing that care. The claim must be legally filed within a certain amount of time after it occurred. In the United States, this is governed by each individual state rather than at the federal level, so this time period differs from state to state. The period itself is known as a statute of limitations, and it can range anywhere from 1 to 10 years depending on the state, but it is most commonly 2 to 3 years for the majority of states. If a case is won by the party filing the claim, which is the individual that was affected, they normally receive monetary compensation. The amount of compensation that is received is dependent on a variety of factors such as cost of further medical bills, loss of income, or other aspects such as pain and suffering. Medical malpractice is a type of tort law, and tort law applies to a situation in which there is harmful behavior from one party. So let's get a little more in-depth about the specifics of medical malpractice law. For the party that is filing the lawsuit, there must be four legal requirements fulfilled to have a successful claim. These four are, one, the existence of a legal duty on the part of the provider to provide care to patients. 2 a breach of this duty on the end of the provider 3 a causal relationship between this breach and the injury to the patient and 4 damages from the injury that the legal system can redress so the first aspect is that there is an existence of a legal duty for the provider to provide care this essentially means that the provider is responsible for providing quality care to a patient If there is no doctor-patient relationship or obligation to provide care to that patient, then this aspect is not fulfilled. The second aspect is that there is a breach in this duty of care. This is normally the aspect of medical malpractice itself, and medical malpractice encompasses a variety of actions, such as misdiagnosing a patient, misinterpreting results, wrong medication prescription, or many other things as well. The third aspect is that the breach of duty must lead to the injury of the patient. So, for example, a misdiagnosis could lead to improper care being provided to the patient, and this could even harm the patient. There are many other ways in which the breach can lead to injury. And lastly, the fourth component is that the damages can be redressed by the legal system. This basically means that the legal system is able to provide monetary compensation for the injuries or damage that occurred. These cases almost never have punitive charges against the medical provider, meaning that the providers aren't punished through jail time or something similar. They only usually encompass the provider having to provide monetary compensation to the affected party. Like I mentioned, medical malpractice is fairly common here in the United States. So almost all medical providers or hospitals have medical malpractice insurance that provides coverage for the providers in the instance that they do face a lawsuit. These are all just the basics of medical malpractice, and there are definitely a lot of other parts of it and intricacies that must be considered in a medical malpractice case. Feel free to check out the publication in the comments, as it is very detailed and has great information on the specifics of malpractice in medicine. Well, that is all that I had for all of you for this episode of MedBits. Thank you all for tuning in, and I'll see you on the next one.